The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We'll do some introductions of everybody and say hi to the chat room, and then we got some show changes for the day that we got to let everybody know about, but we're going to have a great show for you today, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So first, let's start off by introducing everyone, starting with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm abused. Jimmy abuses me before we go on the air. He shouts at me. He tells <laughs> me shout. what to do. Chad, he's did I so- shout? Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, he's so, yeah, he's so mean. I want everybody out there to know he's the meanest person I've ever met in my life. Yeah. He is so cruel to me and brutalizes me and insults me. He's just a horror on wheels. That's me. That's I'm a Jimmy Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a as a husband, as a mate, he's he's the best. You couldn't find a better man in the world. He's a kind, gentle, wonderful man. But when it comes to show business, he is a capital P R I C K. That's not N-E-S-S. true. E S S. I work with people in entertainment ten hours a day, and they all and they all love that. you. Oh, they don't know you because you don't talk to them like you talk to me. <laughs> If you spoke to them the way you spoke to me, you'd be out selling apples. I'm just telling you'd be you selling apples on the corner. I need you to know things, and I tell you Don't things. Don't shout at me. I wasn't. Sh- I'm not shouting now either. Yes, you are with that faggy voice. I can't hum- help it. I have a high pitched voice. Faggy voice. <laughs> like a screaming witchy girl. Oh! Actually, Michaela, that is MC Alfie and Ozzy. Just so you know, MC Alfie is Ozzy's brother, and he did the rap in the song that gets played before the show. And Ozzy's coming here this weekend. She's a friend of ours who's from Florida, I love who now her. lives in L.A. And uh, she's an actress and a singer and a, what do you call that? A yoga instructor. Yes, and maybe she can help me escape this marriage. I mean, yes. she can help me pack and move out. <laughs> yeah. I need help. So we also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, baby. You know that's elderly abuse, Jimmy. Oh, it is. Thank it really you. is. I could have him arrested at any moment for, and also sexual abuse. I mean, all kinds of abuse. Take him to court, Ron. <clears throat> They're all I saying really, I don't shout. He does. <laughs> he does. They just shout. have a high pitched voice. Uh, I do have a high pitched voice. Jimmy, you don't shout. What? You shriek. I shriek. And the shrieking is worse. <laughs> I know, but I shriek no matter who I'm talking to. He was to. screaming in the kitchen one day, and the refrigerator broke. <laughs> oh. Man. I do have a high shrieky voice. Okay. I can't help then it. Another day, he was screaming in the kitchen, and the microwave broke. Uh, that's not what broke the microwave. It's gonna get pricey. So our appliances are. I didn't even know what it was because of his screaming queenie voice. I do have a shrieking voice. I can't help that. That's what people. And when we're in love. the movie theater watching a movie, we hear. Eh! 
this hideous witch's cackle, and people like turning around to look and say, "Who the hell is that laughing?" That's okay. They don't care. They all love it. I don't like Nobody you. Has a problem. Today I don't like you. I'm not going to be nice to That's you. That's nice. I don't like you because you're mean to me. <laughs> Why must you be mean to me? So we got people Gee, in the chat honey, room. Can't you see? Let's say hi to the people. I'm say hi to the people in the chat room. Oh, he doesn't like me to tell him that. So I'm going to say hi. What's up, chat room? We got Michaela Singleton in the chat room. Beat Michaela Claudia from Germany. Beat Claudia from Germany and Illy from Estonia. Estonia. Illy. See what I mean? But her name's not Estonia. It's Italy. I said, I'm, yeah, but you're not listening. I'm doing the countries they're from, kissing the countries. Well, you kissed B. Claudie, and then you didn't kiss. I didn't say B. I just went, <laughs> when you said B. See what I mean, people? He is absolutely impossible. And I think Goddess might have just joined us. How about if I had my own TV show? I should talk to Dean and have the Ron Russell show, interviewing great celebrities and fabulously important people, and Sadie Katz. <laughs> She is a fabulously important great I celebrity. Love we love her. Oh no, it's Eileen. It's not a. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not goddess. It's Eileen because she doesn't know how to I put her name. I wanted to say everybody out there, send healing, healing, healing energy to my Sadie Katz. She blew her voice and she's not allowed to speak now for like a week because she did some damage to her vocal cords from the film she just finished, which is a fabulous film that we are going to see and critique called Hanukkah. The first time they've ever had a Jewish rabbi nutjob stabbing and killing people. Usually it's priests that go berserk, you know, from the demons. Now that we got the Jews going berserk from the demons, so that's okay. We want to give a shout out to Dave. Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is Dave. is uh, in the chat room. What's hey, up, Dave? Dave? I don't know what happened to Goddess. I think she uh, she should be there, but I don't see her. Oh, but he loves it when you talk about Sadie. Who loves it? Uh, Dave, Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK. Dave. Well, he likes. He likes Sadie. He thinks she's super hot. Oh, you gotta see. <laughs> Hello. She was in my house at a party, and she was trying on Jimmy's clothes. Every dress fit her beautifully. And at one point in the bathroom, Jimmy said she just got naked and put on one of his dresses. And Jimmy said that she has the most gorgeous body, nude, not an ounce of fat, streamlined, beautiful, like a 16-year-old girl's body. She's so fabulous. So there you go, Dave. See what us gay guys get. Away with me. Yeah, we get away with murder. We get away with everything, baby. I got Look at Eileen. She's in the chat room. Yes, Eileen is in the chat room. Eileen, she just loves to manhandle me. <laughs> See, she manhandles you and you don't get mad. Because I love Eileen. I don't love you. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> and when Eileen comes to visit, you could sleep with Shazam on the floor. Eileen and I are sleeping in our bed. And Eileen and I are going to hug and fall asleep hugging. No, that's not Because I love Eileen. It'll get to more than that, though, if you're no, not careful. No, it won't. No, it won't. I don't fool around like that. Those days are over. The hetero days are gone. <laughs> With the wind. Did you hear that one, Chad? The hetero days are over. Huh? I did I the hetero it. days for 16 years. God, no more, please. Uh, I don't want the homo days either. I don't want anybody's days. I just like to hug. It's nice. Hugging is the best. There you go. Not you. I don't ever want to hug you. I'm, <laughs> yeah, divor right. I'm divorcing oh, you man. tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I, I get got the papers Every ready. Wednesday I get divorced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Brandy, our little girl dog, and I are looking for an apartment. That we will move into. Mm -hmm. There you go. Because you're mean. Michaela to says me. everybody loves Eileen. Why must you be mean to me? 
Jeep, honey. Michaela says she, Michaela see? says everyone loves Eileen. Eileen, what's up? I, you got That's because you're not mean to Eileen. If you ever got mean to Eileen, you'd see Eileen get mean back. Eileen, right eye? He's nice to you. <laughs> Me, chicks <laughs> like shit. That's so not true. Anyway. So, you guys, we were supposed to have three guests today. Our first guest was going to be Lisa Wilcox, and she sent an email at like 2 in the morning saying that she got called in on a job and that she couldn't come. So, uh, so we have our second guest is going to be Joa Lee Fisher, but since we had three guests, we had them separated at different times, and so she's going to come on in a little bit when she's ready, uh, but she's not supposed to come on till 1240. And then we have... Sean Whalen, and you guys know him because he's been in everything. So we're going to have a really good show. In the meantime, we have to uh, uh, waste some time talking. Well, hear about how – now, my memory is not what it was. But I can remember meeting Jolie Fisher and her sister in Kingston, New York, and I'm trying – so with Connie Stevens, and I'm trying so hard to remember the – exact thing i think we went up there for the uh, races you know i used to love to go up to um what the hell is it called the famous racetrack oh my god eileen what's the famous racetrack upstate new york near kingston um the famous one very famous saratoga Saratoga, not Sarasota, that's Florida. Saratoga Racetrack. I used to go to a restaurant there. I forgot the name of it, but it was these Italian guys from Brooklyn that we knew that opened the restaurant. Downstairs, there was a, a gambling casino that was illegal. It was cards and shit like that. And who did I see there but John Kennedy Jr.? And uh, the, the one that played the mermaid, what was her name? The blonde that he was. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. And Betsy Bloomingdale's with her dyed black hair and a balloon and a great big black velvet bow. And they used to all go down there to gamble. So, you know, that's what politics are all about. They're all full of crap. They were all downstairs gambling illegally. But anyway, um, I'll get to the story when I talk to Jolie, uh, Jolie about... Um, I'm positive. It, I'm positive. I met them. They were kids. They were little kids. They were with Connie. Okay. Positive. I, I'm trying very hard to remember these things. You know, everybody said write a book about your celebrities. They come to me as I talk because I cannot remember all the people I have met in my life. I'm not bragging, but you know, my business. You meet thousands of people. In in, in I'm in the business 58 years. I mean, you know how many people you meet in 58 years? Probably half a planet Earth. Eileen didn't know Saratoga. She says, I live in Long Island. <laughs> no, honey, you should know. No, listen to me, Eileen. You should go up to Saratoga when it's the races, the season. Everybody's up there. If you want to get interviews of celebrities, the biggest names go to Saratoga. It's the most gorgeous little racetrack in the world. But what I love is the town of Saratoga. It's charming. It's all turn of the century. Beautiful old mansions that the super rich, you know, built back in the 1800s. There's one mansion, I forgot who owned it, but anyway, they dug a tunnel from one house to another. And this rich man lived in one mansion, and he had his girlfriend in the other, and they used to go under the tunnel to bang each other, right, to see each other, so that nobody would know. That's a very famous story in Saratoga. The restaurants are fabulous up there. And I used to sit in the winner's circle, and I sat there with my best friend Tommy, 
and his dad, who we'll talk about later, who Connie knew very well, Connie Stevens, and we would be sitting there with, with John Gotti or maybe uh, another big, big mafioso was in the winner's circle, and they had their bodyguards around them, and nobody was allowed to go near them or approach them. And uh, it was a very exciting part of my life going up to Saratoga. A good friend of ours managed the uh, restaurant that I'm talking about. I don't remember the name of the restaurant either. But I remember my friend Tommy, who was gay also. He was my Marilyn Monroe when we did Jane and Marilyn on the stage. And he said, uh, and his father was a big, big tough guy. And he said, oh, I'm going to bet on gay diamonds, which was a horse. And everybody started to laugh. Well, the goddamn horse came in. Then I bet on a horse called Jane Seams. Seams, seamless stockings that Jane Russell wore. And I won. So it was like a gay, you know, thing. Everything that was gay of the horses, gay diamonds and stockings with seams, they all won. And, so, and the mafia people were looking at us like, what are these two fruits? Like psychic? So Eileen wrote, Ron, you're the biggest celebrity she's ever interviewed in more ways than one. Eileen, you're so full of shit, but I adore <laughs> you to the ends of the to earth. To get what on more ways than one means? No. Because you showed her your wang. Oh, oh. <laughs> the biggest celebrities she's ever interviewed. You know, we have such fun with that, uh, Eileen and I. It's all jokes. and nothing sexual. We don't get turned on or anything. We just have it as a standing joke. Like I've said before, my New York friends are risque. They love dirty talk. They love fun. They love showing each other wangs and boobs and crazy crap. I mean, when we party, we have a great time. Nothing is sexual. Nobody's switching or anything. It's just silly kids. It's like like children when they see a dildo for the first time. They giggle, they giggle. And that's us. Now we come out to California. Forget about it. Nobody curses. Nobody does anything risque. They're also like a pole up their ass. You know, it's just a different mood. New Yorkers are rough, tough, and real. A lot of California people are full of themselves, you know. And they are... Um, they didn't have a nickel. They came from garbage, and now they have a couple of million bucks, and they really think they are grandoso, and really they're still trash. <laughs> That's nice. Well, I'm not talking about anybody I know, so everybody in Palm Springs that I know, exclude yourselves. I'm talking about some that I've people heard of. People in general of. and people. No, I know the reputation of many here. Don't forget, I lived in Palm Springs for eight, nine years, so I know what goes on. Palm Springs is like the Hamptons. It's full of pump-up bullshit when you go to the hamptons it's what do you drive how big is your house and is it on the water and if you have a 5,000 square foot house on the water and you drive a tesla or whatever other car that costs a friggin million dollars you're in you get invited to all the parties because they need to have that kind of influence if you're a hard-working poor person and you live in hop hog in a condo, and you drive a Ford, you ain't never going to those parties, honey. And it's the same thing in Palm Springs. Except for us, because we get invited. We're yeah, getting invited no, no, to no, all the things that nobody if, else if, is getting if invited I were, to. If I were Howard Hughes living here now. Then you'd get invited to more. I mean, I would be at the best houses, the biggest parties, the most celebrated bullshit, just so they can say, we have Howard Hughes coming. But what are they going to say? We have Ron Russell coming? And people go, who? who who's that? What's a Ron Russell? Well, anybody who doesn't know is not really paying attention to what's going on. 
Honey, we're not that famous in this valley. Come on. Not in the valley, but in California. Where I, I mean, don't... we get invited to stuff, but not too much All stuff. All the stuff that we get invited to is in L.A. Hollywood. We're, we're in Hollywood. We're really more Hollywood. We're in Hollywood. Than we are Palm Springs. I mean, we have a good set of friends in Palm Springs who we really like. We're going to a premiere tonight, you guys, for Tales of Frankenstein. And then next Thursday, we're going Wait, to... Wait, is Sadie coming tonight? I don't know if she's coming because she's on. She can't. She doesn't talk. have to talk. I'll sit well, next to her. It's kind of hard to go. It's kind of no, hard. No, I'll to talk go. for her. I don't think she's coming. Anyway, and then next week we're going to the brand new movie, and now I forgot the name of it, but it stars um, Flash Gordon, Sam uh, Jones. Sam Jones. I'm be wearing my Flash Gordon shirt. Yeah. We're going to a private screening of the new Sam Jones film, and it's got Sam Jones, John James from Dynasty, who we um, interviewed. Uh, it's also I got. What's the guy? The guy from uh, Grease 2. Now I forgot his name. Uh, Sean Young. I mean, it's got a really good list of people, and so we're going to a private screening of a film there next Thursday. Chad, isn't that cool? Like, it's so much fun going. <laughs> but I can't wait to meet Flash Gordon because he'll always be to me, Flash Gordon. I love did him because you know he's that, in Ted. Did you know that movie when it first was made, Flash Gordon, was called Flesh Gordon, what? and it was a porno film? And they shot it two ways. They shot it one way, sort of soft porn, and then one way, you know, to be distributed to the world. And I saw the flesh, Gordon, I think I saw it, maybe. I think I have Alzheimer's. You think I have Alzheimer's? I don't know, because I didn't. That flesh, I thought Flesh Gordon came out after Flash Gordon. Maybe it came out after. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That porn but I know movies, they shot them the same time. The p- pornos because, always come out afterwards, though, because that's like Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean. It, it's and then the same exact film. In other words, it's the same scenes, the same. If you see, you can compare it together. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. They shot them the same time. The only time is if he was making out with somebody, he was clothed. Then for the porno one, he and she were nude. And that's the only difference. They reshot the scene twice. But, but it wasn't it, with actually Sam Jones. Yes, it was with oh, Sam Oh, really? Jones. Yeah, with Sam Jones. Oh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Sam, I love him. It's going to be an honor to meet him. So it's going to be fun. That's what we're doing next week on Thursday. Yeah, just like Jolie uh, Fisher. I can't wait to talk to her because I want her mother to come on the show. I mean, if I tell, well, wait till you hear what I've got to say about Connie Stevens. I mean, for, and Troy Donahue and Tab Hunter and woo, the rest of the people from my day. Also, too, she's coming on, you guys, because she has a new book coming out November 14th. It's called Growing Up Fisher, Musings, Memories, and Misadventures. And she's got a show that's going to be playing all kinds of places about the, you know, I guess it's about the book. It's a musical about her family. And she's going to be playing at 54 Below. And then she's going to be in Vegas and she's going to be in Palm Springs in December. We may have her over and have a party if she's got time. Now, Mark, who does her hair. Mark DeAlwis. Mark, Mark DeAlwis, who's got a salon in Sutton Place, who's a fabulous hairstylist. She flies him into L.A. just to do her hair for a one-evening event. Uh you know, you got to be a good hairdresser to get that kind of treatment. So if ever you're in New York, go to Sutton Place and look up, what's Mark's salon called? Jim, hello? Mark's salon um, is called what? Mark the Always Salon. Mark the Always Salon, yeah. Um, what are you looking at your watch for? Because Chad's texting me. Text Is Jolie ready? No, he's texting me something else. So, uh, so talk for a minute. Talk Jolie is me. ready. Oh, she she oh, goody, goody, goody! Can't okay, wait. Hang on one sec. Let me. Uh, let's just. Let me just. Uh, okay. Well, let's get her on the line. I don't know what to do about the Sean thing, though. Hold on. All right. He'll be let's coming. Her, let's play. Let's play a song while we get her on the line, and we'll do uh, American High Shake Halvo. All righty. 
And let's get her on the line. Sounds good. Prohibition ushered in a period of violence. Gang wars and Tommy guns were the byword of the day. Speakeasy sprang up all over the land, and the police had to seek them out. Now here they follow a tip. The plans are made for a raid. The question is, is it a real tip or a phony? They'll soon find out. Fellas, there you go. All right, everybody. First, we're going to make sure we can hear Miss Jolie Fisher. So say something, and we can make sure we hear you, and then we're going to do an intro. Oh, hi. Hello, everybody. It's me, <laughs> JS. In my car. In my car. Is this I love the sexiest it. interview you've ever done? You're no, not our only car cars. interview, though. We've done cars You're our third before. one. You're our third car interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it happens to be great lighting, and you're very beautiful, and you did take after your mother. So many celebrities I know that have magnificently looking mothers, and I won't name who are ugly. And, <laughs> you know, and you, no, and you, no, seriously, and you say, I can't, I don't want to give the names, but one of the fathers was the most gorgeous sex symbol in Hollywood in the 40s. Don't say it. I won't give the name, and the mother was so gorgeous, and the daughter, oh my gosh. She could haunt the house. So hold on. we got to do an intro, though. Hold on. Everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful Joelle Fisher. Hello, and welcome to the show. Beep, 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 beep. 
<laughs> Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do, my dear? Now, Hi, you know, you, I have a favor you have to ask your mother. Okay. I, met, I met you and your sister in Kingston, New York, when you were tiny little girls. And Aww. tell your mother, my best friend was Tommy Scuderi, Jimmy Scuderi's son. And Jimmy Scuderi... Oh, God. And your mom with the dearest Scuderi, of friends. Scuderi, Jimmy, Jimmy the Skull, they used to call him. <laughs> but Jimmy Scuderi, oh up in Kingston. Okay, I speak Brooklynese. We got it. Okay, <laughs> anyway, so that's when I met you two. I don't remember how old you were, but you were very, I think you might have been babies. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Were where. we extremely polite and well-mannered? Yes. No, you threw up all over everyone. <laughs> 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 Not only kidding, only kidding. But, you know, I was so in love with you. I'm gay, and I was so in love with your mother when I was young. I didn't know who I was. But I just <laughs> thought that Connie Stevens, you know, everybody else liked the other one who I never liked, Sandra D. Sandra D. never did it for me. She was she was summer yeah. place. She, she was, was different, though. She was, she was a different kind of a... Although they both had that sweetness about them. No, 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 no. Sandra D. Sandra D. was like an old lady dressed up, a young girl dressed up like an old lady. Connie Stevens, when she did that pout in Parish, when Troy Donahue, when she found out she was pregnant, and that pathetic little girl that could cry, she was so like thrown out of the neighborhood because everybody hated her because she was got knocked up. And Troy Donahue, the hero, was doesn't care. He's gonna love her anyway. I love that movie, by the way. He's a Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, like, knows I, that. he I, knows everything. I, I, I love it. I love it. Just I, so you know, real quick, Ron had a show called Set the Record Straight on Time Warner Cable, and he was best friends with Jane Russell, and he yeah. interviewed Tab Hunter, and he was knew Betty Lauren Davis McCall, and Lauren Bacall every, and everybody. All the greats of my day. And I you missed your mother. Devil. No, I missed your mother, and oh, I love your you know mother. Listen, if she comes out of the place with, with eyelashes, I'm going to get her in the car with Please. There you I go. I love Con it. No, I want Connie to so come let's... on. Wait a second. One second. Connie happens to ha I know about Connie's life from friends of ours. Connie has had one of the most interesting lives that's very quiet. And the daughters also. Having Eddie Fisher for a dad. We're going to read your book. Because yes. I want a copy if you'll give me one signed. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll even pay for it. My shirt that I'm wearing today is Eddie Fisher's shirt. That when he um, when he passed away eight years ago, um, our father who art in heaven, I went and cleaned out his closet and I took a bunch of these beautiful silk shirts. So I'm wearing an Eddie Fisher shirt today for you guys. I love Good. it. So Thank hold you. on, hold no, on. Wait, for those no. of you who don't know who Eddie Fisher was, Eddie Fisher was probably one of the most handsomest men that ever sang. He and Perry Como and, and Frank Frank Sinatra wasn't so good looking, but <laughs> Eddie Fisher was. <laughs> No, Eddie Fisher was really hot. He was handsome. When he came out, oh, my papa, to me, he is so wonderful. When he used to sing that, the broads used to faint in the nightclubs. They'd pass out on the floor. They'd scream. I, you mean it wasn't just because he, he had a really big wallet? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ron has a big wallet, too. No, you know. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I have to confess. I have to confess to you. Debbie Reynolds and I were uh -oh. good friends for a long time. So yeah. I got a lot of stories from Debbie in the limo one night with Joan Rivers. So I mean, it was a night not to re not to forget and to remember. Um, or not to repeat. 
I won't. Re- no, I no. won't. No, I will never repeat Debbie's feelings about Eddie. And they weren't that terrible, I must tell you. She really disliked Elizabeth more than Eddie. She thought Eddie was a jerk <laughs> who fell for a gorgeous woman. So hang on, we have to stop this because like you're talking and talking and like we I know we're going to have her on a long time. No, we're not going to have her. Hang on, hang on. Oh yes, we we could be. Having we are. Her on. We're going to. So have first you, of all, I'm we, we have a man go. behind the boards. We want I put you to- more money in the meter. Should I yes. put more money? In the <laughs> yes. <laughs> now just sit there. They won't do anything with you sitting in the car. You know, Billy. First, ha- wait, Billy has said that you're going to be a fabulous interview, and he underestimated what he said. You're an incredibly great interview. You're full of life, oh, you're fun, and well, I can't I wait. Tell you guys, let me tell you. So I, um, you know, with the loss of my sister Carrie last year, right. years ago, my God, um, I can't even believe that it's years plural with an S that she's gone. Uh, I started to write, and I got this tremendous offer to to write it all down, and it really just sort of poured out of me, and I. And I and I was like, am I really ready to at this point in my life? I don't think I'm not quite old enough to recant all the tales. And I was like, maybe I'll I'll tell all the tales. And and I wrote this book, Growing Up Fisher: Musings, Memories, and Misadventures. And I let it I spill all the tea. So I tell stories of my love story. I tell uh, stories of a three decade career. I talk about uh, Connie hell Connie full of grace I talk about the apple doesn't fall apart very far from the tree and I really and it's heartfelt and it's in my voice and it's candid and authentic and I'm really super proud of it and it's coming out on paperback Tuesday but really the most important thing is it has now spawned this amazing creativity in this one woman show so that's what Billy's talking about I'm coming to New York. I'm doing it at 54 below. I'm going to London next week. I'm doing it all over the country. And I want people to read the book and go, I got to see this woman on stage. And then I want them to see the show and go, I got to read this book. Okay. I, I, when you co- when you come to Palm Springs, seriously, I want yeah. you to come. I want you to come for dinner at our okay. house because we live in Palm Springs and I'll just have a select group of small people to visit with you so we have a party will you come um, to the purple room on december 8th absolutely oh, i'm gonna be there what are you out of your mind okay. absolutely I mean, we will nuts. but hang on i, I, wanna, I love you yeah. already i love you already. i, I want to like by the way i am completely out of my mind just so you know we love that so is he yeah well that's <laughs> listen to me billy has got me on the phone for hours talking about you of course i said what she like is she going to be all about the book and the bullshit i don't do that our show is a conversation show we talk yeah. as much each other i don't want to hear you i did and i was and i'm in who gives a shit about that people want to know about <laughs> you who are you was your okay, mother what a do you want to know was no, your, hold on. Hold wait on, hold a second. On. Was your mother a good mother? Because she's Italian, and I know that Connie was a great mom. I know that from from a few people. Connie Ste- Stevens was a wonderful mother to her twin daughters. She was amazing. She was an amazing mother. We're Irish twins. We're fourteen months apart. My sister Trisha Lee and I went on the road with my mom. She was super present and affectionate and. You know, I mean, she was a single mom almost from the get-go. I mean, we were we never lived with Eddie when we were little girls ever. So, um, you know, she was really doing her best and trying to have a career and have, you know, love in her life and all of that. But we really were like the priority. Trisha and I were, you know, just first and foremost for her. Okay, hold on. My turn to talk. Okay. Don't say a word. Well, I know about this. I, shit. I know You're you wrong. know about it. It doesn't make any difference because lots of people in is, lots of people is, in the chat room wait, are young this, and they have no idea who your is, mom and dad are. Please let me talk. My, I know, but can I hit you talk. with the mic? No. This okay, listen. We're married. Well, wait, wait, I want to know who's in the chat room. 
Um, we have okay. First of all, I want you to say hi to everybody in the chat room. We have almost every country represented uh, in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Then say hi to Chad. He's the man on the other side of the board that we normally introduce okay. at the beginning. So say hi to Chad. Hi, Chad. Hello, beautiful. Thanks for pulling over and chatting with us. And everyone <laughs> that's gonna love her. And we have a ton of people in the Buy chat room. Her book. Okay, but listen, we're gonna talk about that. But everybody in the chat room. We're married. Six um, years. Okay, Can please let me talk. Soon though. to be please divorced. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> many of the people in the chat room. Many of the people in the I'm chat room. Twenty-two years. Yay! God bless you. Good for you, girl. So, Jolie, many of the people in the I chat room. Don't I get a medal soon? <laughs> no, at thirty <laughs> years you get a medal. <laughs> many of the people okay. in the chat room are young, and they have no idea who okay. your parents are, and they're in there going like, like we know her from Inspector Gadget, and we know her from Ellen, and we know her from I'll do anything, and they know you from like all these other things that they don't know all that other stuff. So, I want everybody to know okay. number one. That's good. That I like all the, when you know me for me. Um, that's right. So that's what I wanted to say. Not only does she come uh, from famous families. That was family, one of my quick questions. Hang on, what wait is a it second. Like living in no, mom's hang on a shadow. Second. No, no. So she is a <laughs> she is a celebrity in her own right. You guys, she does come from a famous family, and she's done great body of work. Her new book that comes out November fourteenth is called "Growing Up Fisher: Musings, Memories, and Misadventures," and. Uh, and it, it talks about what it means growing up in a fishbowl, which I guess that means everybody watches you because you're from such a famous family. No, fishbowl meaning yeah. your father was Fisher. No, fishbowl being yeah. everybody yeah. sees it's you. It's a double play. <laughs> I, you know what I say? I say people like people walk up to a, an aquarium or a fishbowl and they tap, 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 tap on the glass. Yes. And, and you're not supposed to tap, but you do it anyway. But you want to see the different colors of people and fish. Absolutely. And fish, right here on the fish. And you want to see like, do they swim pretty? Are they hiding? Or, ooh, that's a dark one there. Ooh, she's great. Oh, look at that one under the coral. Or, oh, it's so gorgeous, the color and everything. And I think that that's the way that people watched us. And, and or, or not, you know, like it doesn't matter. I, I, some people, like, you don't know who the hell I am, but you hear me and you go, oh, make, she makes me laugh. But you know I mean? So I, 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 I it, it was, we were under scrutiny, but we were, um, we were accessible. You know what I mean? It was not like, we weren't the kind of people that like warded off photographers and things like that. Well, we weren't brought you? up in a family. That was, yeah. Now you were not born yet. So you really can't experience what went on. Your mother was a major, major star. Right now, I'm telling you, she yeah. was the love goddess. Everybody was in love with Connie Stevens, one of the most beautiful women in the world at the time, with the most gorgeous head of hair. When she was on television, she was on that wonderful show where she played cricket. I forgot the name of the show. Remember, she Hawaii played cricket, which I loved. Then she went on to do Parish and a bunch of great movies. Now... Connie was famous, but then she marries Eddie Fisher. Nice Jewish boy, I believe, from Brooklyn also. Am I right? South Eddie? Philly. South Philly, right. South Philly. And they're very happy. And they have kids, and they have a home, and they have good friends. Debbie Reynolds, and Debbie Reynolds then divorced. Con who got married first, Debbie or Connie to Eddie? No, Debbie first. Debbie, Debbie then Liz, then Connie. And then... If everybody knows who Elizabeth Taylor was, Lavender Eyes, the legend, who I knew very well, by the way, and her eyes weren't that great. Um, <laughs> they, they were very, they were just blue. They weren't so violet. Oh, yours are fabulous. You don't have to hide anything. <laughs> anyway, so then Eddie Fisher leaves Debbie Reynolds to go marry Elizabeth Taylor. Well, you didn't see anything in the press for about a year. 
accept that divorce. It was the most publicized, the most outrageous thing in the world. Homewrecker and Eddie Fisher's. Uh, I think. I think for for this generation, I think if you think of when when Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were married, and along came Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Like, yeah. So she, it, you know what I mean? Like that same kind of feeling to it, where it was like America's sweethearts got br- busted up by this sex goddess, you know? But wait a second. <laughs> you you, mentioned, you, ma- you mentioned Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Angie Voigt, my daughter's schoolmate friend, grew up in my house when I lived in Beverly Hills, okay? Angie knew Brad Pitt years ago they lived together for three months and had an affair when angie was first starting off before jennifer before aniston. jennifer aniston okay uh, nobody knows that off i don't know i don't know any of this story <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so when so she really didn't break I'm up back. <laughs> this, is, this is what makes our show number one and four and a half million people watch because we talk about stuff that nobody dares now we're going to talk about you and your marriage where'd you meet him and how come you liked him um i met him on a set i went to go visit my dear friend ellen degeneres we were on a hiatus week and she was making a ride film for the epcot center and I, and I was like, I don't want to come sit on your set. And she's like, I'm bored. I'm sitting on this helicopter in front of a green screen. Just come visit me. So I walked into Raleigh Studios. And there in front of me on a crane was the most gorgeous fox I've ever seen in profile. I met him like this. I didn't even see his eyeballs. And um, <laughs> Ellen was hanging on a, in a helicopter and she's like, I'm going to get you a husband. Not that I needed any help in that area. And she introduced us, and uh, the rest is history. We've been together 22 years. I love it. That's wonderful. I love to hear that. Now, what's mom doing? Is she dating anybody? <laughs> I saw a picture of, no. No. Uh, Do you have someone for her down there in Florida? No, we're not in. Um, oh, the station's in Florida, but we're in Palm Springs. We're in Palm Springs, we California. <laughs> We we just go to we we go to Florida. They send us out to the world. We, we our studio was in- handsome old men in Palm Springs, right? Oh, they're, they're, uh, well, they're all, all gay. gay. <laughs> but, but, no, but you know they're all gay. But yeah. fixing fixing Connie Stevens up is not a hard thing to do, my dear. Trust me on that one. Uh, Mark showed no. Try. Mark showed me. Mark showed me, Mark uh, Alice showed me some private pictures of Connie's hair when he did it, and I said she's still gorgeous. She's still a beautiful broad, yeah. still. So it should be easy to pass off. Beautiful broad. That's it. That's come from Brooklyn. Right, broad. We'll Broads is a good compliment. We'll find somebody in the desert that's though. We meet them all the time. What do you think? I was invited you to my house. When we go Florida? to AJ's, when we go to AJ's, we'll find somebody for her. Right, well, AJ's is mostly we straight just people. Bring Connie into AJ's. We don't have to find anybody for her. <laughs> she can I find mean, her own. A lot of older wealthy. A lot of older you. wealthy men. Oh, she said she lost us. Uh, can you hear us now? Uh, she froze. Can you hear us now? Drive hey, Chad. Up. Chad, what happened? Drive up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she uh, should hit her hit her video I button and then there we go. I think you're back almost. It's a signal. Oh, wait. It's a signal. Weak signal. Oh, weak signal. Okay, Wake everybody. Up. We can hear you. Can you, there okay, you go? You now you're go. back. Yeah, okay. you're back. 
Okay, now tell me some juicy, juicy stuff in the book that is going to make me want to buy the book and that I could sell it for you on all of our media oh by saying, Jolie said... Oh, what juicy stuff should I tell you? Juicy. We want dirt. We love juicy dirt. You, you tell me. I don't know about dirt. I don't have any dirt. Nothing juicy? Okay, well then give us... It says it's called... It's called Musing Memories and Misadventures. Tell us a misadventure. <laughs> okay. Oh, she froze again. Damn it. Hello. Right in the middle of the good stuff. The Jolie, sun you- was coming up, and we were in this after-hours club, and let's just say we're dancing in this club. Okay. And the police came in and raided the club. And they, they spotted my mom in front of them, and they were like, Miss Stevens, and they lifted her up by, by, by both sides. You know, they were like going to carry her out of this club. She wasn't drunk or anything. She was just fun. And she was like, my daughter. <laughs> so, 16-year-old. Oh, shoot. Julie, I'm sorry about the freezing. You just froze. So I went nightclubbing. Oh, we I went nightclubbing with Ron. There you go. You went. She went night clubbing uh, with who? With her mom. At sixteen, you went night clubbing. That's something I would do with my daughters. <laughs> you know, they were always old ladies to me. You know what we need to do, Jolie? Uh, what? Oh no! Now it keeps coming in and out. I was going to say, hit the video button once and then again to turn it to turn it off and back on, and maybe that'll make our signal better. Sometimes the car stops the signal. <clears throat> Is a truck nearby? <laughs> <laughs> no, a truck will do it. Buildings, <laughs> trucks. What do you think, Chad? Why don't we try and call her back real quick? I don't think that'll help the signal. I'd probably get it maybe park in a different location, see if you can get more of an open signal. Because it was so good for the first 20 minutes. I don't know what happened. It was freezing Look at from the beginning. Huh? I said it was still freezing from the beginning a little bit. Oh, well, it's much better. It was. It got much better. So It got let's, much worse. Try, uh, yeah, I mean, it got much worse. Why don't you, uh, let's try and call her back, though, because we totally lost her now. She's gone. All right. She's not even, she's not even there. All right, everybody, we're going to try and get her back. Hey, oh. Billy Hess is in the chat room. What's up, everybody? Hey, Billy, everything you said about her is true. She's delightful. She's fabulous. She we're having we're a great time. We're loving her. We're loving her. She's so funny and up and friendly and warm and real. She's not a phony baloney at all. I agree. She's, she's, like, she's love a it. real deal. I Absolutely. So I see what you guys in New York found so enchanting. She's really sweet. What happened, Chad? Nothing. I just said I agree. Oh, you agree. Okay. I, I want more. Get her back. I'm we're trying. working on it, everybody. This sucks. There we okay. are. Okay. All right. Now hit now hit your video button again. It's just taking a second, I think. Okay. So while you're sitting there, while you're sitting there and you can hear us say hi to Billy Hess because he's in the chat room and say hi to Eileen Shapiro too, because she's in the chat room. Hello. Oh, uh, Jolie, where'd you go? You oh my might- god, what if I start driving? Yeah, I'll drive. See if see if you can find the most open space that you can. She's in Beverly Hills. You can't find parking. <laughs> <laughs> She's shopping right now. Finding around. Just stop. I don't dare cut my spot. No, you'll never find another one. Oh, there we go. There you are. You, you know, b- p- find, you can find a, a pound of cocaine in Beverly Hills quicker than a parking spot. <laughs> I can nice. hear you guys. Why don't you tell me what the chat room is saying? 
We want you. Oh, well, Billy Hess just joined the chat room, so say hi to Billy. And Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. And they all said we missed you when we just lost you, and they can't wait to see the. They can't wait to get the book, and they love Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I have got to say I have not read the book yet, but I'd like to tell everybody out there that her book has got to be interesting because of the people that she's involved with, her parents and the and the life she's lived. You know, so it's going to be an interesting book, and I suggest that you get it. Right. I can't, Absolutely. I can't wait to read it. Okay. There we go. She's kind of back. There, there we are. go. Ready. Now you're really back. Ready. Yeah, hey. Yay. Everybody's very excited about the book. Anybody who's going to be in New York, she's going to be at 54 Below on November 15th and 16th. She's going to be at uh, Las Vegas Myron's Cabaret Jazz at the Smith Center in Las Vegas on December 1st and in the Purple Room in Palm Springs on December 8th. And the book, Growing Up, Fisher, Musings, Memories, and Misadventures, comes out on November 14th. And, and we will cover you at the Purple the book, Room. Actually, you guys, the book, is, the book is already out. It comes out on paperback on October 30th. The book came out last November. The paperback okay. comes out Tuesday. And, yeah, so it's out. You can go on Amazon. You can also go on Audible, and you can hear me read you bedtime stories, naughty bedtime stories. <laughs> What a cool thing that is. That's terrific. So what do you do in your show? Because you sing, right? It's a musical, it seems like. Oh, uh, froze Musical again. and comedy. She froze again. Oh, no. We can't have any more car interviews. There you are. <laughs> there you go. Don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. No, listen. When you come to the Purple Room, we're going to cover it and pack the house for you. Oh, no. What did she say? I don't know. I missed that one. We can't hear it's coming in and out. Charlie, this is terrible. I want to hear so much from you. Oh, they say you're actually. They all say you're a very amazing. You're an amazing singer. Have you released any music? Jolie Fisher, are you there? Say it again. Say it again. Ha have you have you released I'm any music? Here. Oh my God, this is. Billy, Billy says you're a phenomenal singer. Have you released any music before? Well, let me fill in. Her father was Eddie Fisher, one of the best singers of our time, and her mother, Connie Stevens, sang like a little doll, too. She had a lot of hit songs out. There you go. So both parents were singers. How could she not be a singer? She inherited their lungs. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. Oh, wait. We are almost here. You wonder Hey, Chad. Yes, sir. Oh, wait. Look, she's walking now. That might work. <laughs> Keep walking till we say stop. Keep walking till Chad says stop, and that way we can hear you. There we go. Oh, it's almost there. You're getting closer. Jimmy, you sound like you're in bed with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, try to that, find some, like, non-building open areas. Obviously, it was a black hole. Look for the biggest open area yeah. you can find. Go to the roof. <laughs> oh, poor Jolie, what we're doing to you. <laughs> what a good good sport, though, walking all over town. So, everybody, on the line now, we have Jolie Fisher, and we're looking for a better Wi-Fi spot to get a good signal so we can have her back on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. And she's in Beverly Hills, and she parked, and now she's walking around. <laughs> and she's going to tell us all about the book that she's just written. That's got to be one of the most interesting Hollywood tell-all books. You gotta like love it. I mean, I just literally 
on the whole block and try to get a spot. Absolutely. I love it. Can you believe this? Yeah. Okay, what a, there, though. There. Uh, yeah, the picture's good, but she's frozen. Uh, we're Keep what, can you such... hear us, though? We got time. I know, but uh, we're, you're, you're going to have to stay on, Jolie, for about three Just hours. <laughs> they, oh. Almost. That's getting better. <laughs> Chad, you got any more advice? Yeah, a little to the left. Hmm. <laughs> See if there's a hot air balloon company nearby. Yeah. <laughs> We should also say while we're looking for a spot, and I think she can hear us, but um, on November 17th at the Mark to Always Salon, there's going to be a book signing. Angeline, uh, I mean, uh, Jolie Fisher's going to be uh, signing at the actual salon. You guys know that's Billy Hess's lover, and uh, they were, husband, he was on the show. Husband, husband and they were, on the, they were on the show last week, so we want to make sure everybody goes to that, and you know, we're going to be putting out a press release about that. Uh, to get people uh, to be aware of it so the place is packed. And we just don't say nice things about them because they're our friends. We say nice things about them because they're really nice people. There you go. Hey, Chad. Chad. Yeah? Okay, hold on. How's that? Uh, now we can hear you, but, the, but the, the video's frozen. I mean, it's really making me nuts. Hit. I want to do it again another time. Hit the video. Oh, I want you Hit know. the video button again. <clears throat> Hit the video button one more time I and let's see. Uno mas. Yay! She's singing. I love it. Yeah, we want you now. You got us all hot and bothered and you're going to go away? No way. Mm. Hit the video button one more time, Jolie, and let's see if you come up. Boop, 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 boop. Everything. Everything. I'm trying. I'm trying. We can hear you though. We can hear you, so you can talk. That's what happens when you yet? on a cell phone. And um, we can hear you, but we can't see you. Sometimes. Maybe you can go into the salon where we your need mom's a getting. Budget, you guys. <laughs> that audio sounds good. Just hit toggle the uh, video the audio icon. Audio sounds good. Just hit the video. Could it be, could it be her cell phone is low? No. Well, it's it's, no, it's, it's running off data. It's not Wi-Fi. It's probably off data. I'm on my iPad. It's not working. Oh uh, yeah, we can. We, we can hear you though really well now. Okay, well, just imagine I'm super, super foxy and just let's talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gotta like love it. I love it. I'm like, oh my god, here comes Connie Stevens and Trisha. Okay. Right now. Hold on. Okay. Oh, now we need video. Now I'm gonna kill myself because I <laughs> can't on. see Connie. I'm you killing myself. You can't see Connie, but you can hear her. Jolie, Hold I'm going to okay. kill myself. Answer, tell, tell me the questions from the from the chat rooms. Um, okay. Trisha. Actually, oh, my God. How cute. So Trisha's your sister. <laughs> now they're all gone. No, she's still there. It's Ron and Jimmy from Palm Springs. We're online right now. They can't see us, but they can hear us. Yelling across the street. <laughs> I, across I the can't street. leave my car unattended. Hold on. No, this don't, don't, don't get a ticket. Ever done. You're gonna get Connie Stevens. Just had her lashes done. Hit Hold your on. video button one more time. <laughs> okay. Oh, you wish I would hit my video button one more time. <laughs> yeah. I, I am so upset by this. You have no idea. I'm, I'm gonna slip we have my to hit wrist. some kind of button one more time. <clears throat> Hold on. Please, please get picture. It's your, it's your, it's your, your biggest fan. They can't see us because the video is not working. Hi. Ron and Jimmy. Here's Hi. Trisha and Connie. Hi. Hi. We're doing a 
We're doing Wait, a talk so show that you can't see. Are you my biggest fan or mom? You're missing fan. our lashes. <laughs> Where, where's Connie? Yeah, I have to. I have you. to Bonnie's speak. Here, say hi. Hi. I, no, I have to say something to you, Connie. Are you guys loafing Connie, over there? Connie, You're listen. Connie, Connie, oh. Connie, Connie, Connie. Connie, I, I need your attention. I have I'm 78 okay. years I'm 78 years old and I fell in love with you in Parish and I have waited 78 oh. years to say to you Connie Stevens I love you <laughs> How'd you like oh, that sweetie pie I'm glad to hear it You were my and <laughs> I and I, and I well, Wait a minute I was gay and I still was in love with you I thought you were the most beautiful adorable <laughs> sweetest thing in the world and I loved you when you were cricket I just love you, and I'm oh, so happy I'm, I'm to have your daughter <laughs> on our show. I, I think we need to do a do-over when we can see you. Yeah. yeah, we need They're to do it from your... Lunch. We need to do Connie it from... Connie says she loves you. Thank you. No, Connie, Connie. I'm going to do it. I wanna Connie just walked away. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> but tell, tell your mother she's got to come on the show. We'll have I the will. two of you. you we'll do one do. with the two you of you. Let's organize when we can sit down when I'm in... An office uh, at home, a studio or an office, yeah. It, yeah, with a with a when she has, laptop. feels like she's dressed and a laptop, and I promise you, we will give we will dish all the dirt. Well, you know, I just just that you know she's a legend. She's part of my era, uh, and I, we have a lot of people that come in, you know, that are are old or they're incapacitated. They can't get out, so they depend on our show to be amused or to hear what's going on. And I know that we have a lot of people out there now who love Connie Stevens, and they're thrilled to pieces, and I'll hear about it on my Facebook. In the meantime, Jolie, let's go one more time. Let's get out all the information. Oops, you still there? Yes. In the purple room, Palm Springs, December eighth. You guys, you can follow Joelie Fisher on Twitter. She's at Miss Joelie Fisher, M S J J O E L Y F I S H E R. She's a superstar. Her 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 uh, book is uh, she's gonna be at November fifteenth and sixteenth at fifty four below in New York City. On the seventeenth, she's gonna be at the Mark DeAlwis Salon doing book signings, and um and we love you. And and I'm sorry that we had all these problems, but you're a good sport. And thank you so much for like uh, coming on. And I'll email you, and we'll figure out another time we can do it. And we'll do it the correct way this time. Yeah. Because I promise you. I promise you. This is just an act of nature here, and I cannot get a connection. Well, you know, it's Beverly Hills, as we say, darling. <laughs> I don't even live in Beverly Hills. I know. I, I used to. I used to live in Beverly Hills, and nothing ever happened correctly there. <laughs> so, what? I, well, I, I lived on Spalding Drive, diagonal to the high school. My kids went to school. Oh my there. God, me too. You're kidding. My daughter Deirdre went to school with Angie Voigt, Angelina Jolie. They were good friends, and my older daughter went to school with Katia Sassoon, and uh, they were good friends. She was so one of my very good friends, Katia. You're kidding. Then you must know my daughter, uh, Leslie. You must know my daughter, maybe Leslie. Maybe not from back then, though. Maybe she knows her from no, later. No, Katya, and probably, uh, I think you're the same age as my daughter. My daughter's 48. No. She's not going to tell how you how old, old she is. Yeah, just about that age. <laughs> She's just about that age. No, no, no. I, no, I think my, no, my daughter's almost 50. I don't know how old she is. But She's anyway. right around there. 
Katia Sassoon was a very sweet girl, and then she committed suicide, which was a terrible thing. Uh, she didn't her, her, commit suicide. It was an accidental overdose. Was it? The kids? Yes. Had, at that time, they said it was yeah. suicide. Who knows? But she was a... Oh, you're born in... Okay. Yes, that's, that's, that's the right age, though. That's all the right age. So you so. must have gone to school with my daughter, Leslie. She was a beautiful What's green... What's her last name? Serego. Serego. Leslie Serego. She had blonde I hair. A, I think she's a little younger than me, but I uh, probably my Trish. She was in Trisha's class. Trisha yeah, they're two Fisher. years difference. She yeah. went to she went to school with George Papad's daughter, and uh, what was her name? I forgot. And of Listen course, to you name dropping. No, we're not name dropping. These are people we know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I tell people all the time, if I was a plumber and I talked about my friends on Long Island that are carpenters and plumber, nobody would say name dropping. But the minute it's a celebrity, it's name dropping. As are my <laughs> friends, what can I tell you? <laughs> I mean, it's like, no, I know you. Am I going to drop your name? You bet. Please, please drop it We're going to put you. Go. You have to follow me on Twitter. I'm going to tweet to you because, like, I have a big following and I want to help promote the book and all the signings and all the shows. And I have okay. a ton of, I'm like the Facebook whatever and okay, i'm so we're all going to follow each other and we're going to do this again yes and we're going yes. to we for sure for sure maybe you guys could we could do like a live thing from like a rehearsal you could hear a little number or something oh, that would stage. be fun that, that would be fun well, you're go to the purple room at the purple room oh, we're going we're going to the we're gonna, i know we can go she's saying we can go and do a little live thing while she's rehearsing oh, absolutely. interview and that way we don't have then we have Listen, a good connection i'm going to cover you for the purple room i'm going to get every queen in this valley to go and scream so Please. You know. oh Please. yeah absolutely absolutely we'll get it all out I, i'm going to send you an email cuz you know i'm a publicist so i'll do some press on it for you i would love it thanks guys um, all right, so then thank you so much. We think you're fabulous. We will be seeing you soon, and I'll yep. shoot you an email later on. And um, All right, uh, I love everything about this except for the fact that we did not have a good connection. I'm That's sorry okay, about but we love this. you. You're fabulous. But, you know, we'll do it again, and that'll push the book more. Again, I'm going to repeat. The people that are in her life, were famous, famous, important people with lots of scandal and juicy stuff. So buy the book and read all about it. Find out <laughs> what it's like to be the daughter of Hollywood stars. Oh, there you go. And be a star yourself. And be a star yourself. Jolie, thank you. And we also want to thank Billy Hess for yes, like Billy. introducing us. Billy, you rock. And we're going to put out some press about your book signing there also yeah. at the Mark DeAlwis Salon on November 17th. So, Jolie, thank you so much. Drive carefully. Get back in the car. Yes. And please thank your mother and your sister, too. Give your mom I a will. hug. I a hug from me to mom. Um, all right, boys. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. What a nice girl. Fabulous. What a nice person. I'm so sorry. And you guys, she was in The Mask with Jim Carrey. And I mean, she's got such great, great, yeah. great credits. It's not even but funny. But I'm sorry. See, we really have to be uh, a little more strict with our celebrities and tell them, please, you know, we've had car uh, interviews. Didn't Linda Journey do it from a car? No, Diane Franklin did. and yeah, But but they, was okay. they were okay. Yeah, it we just were, depends. When you're we around really buildings, have, you though. Have, Jimmy, you have to really instruct them and tell them that we need to have good video. Otherwise, it screws up the whole show. Now what do we do? We lost our star. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, she went. She's not here. We could have still been interviewing her. I know, but she's been on the phone for almost an hour. So I was going to keep her here for days. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I know that you like love her, but she said she'll come back and, no, she and we'll was, go interview her for the show. She's got listen. In the 1960s, her family were headline people, bigger than Donald Trump. You know, everybody likes to talk about him. They were talking about Eddie Fisher, Elizabeth Taylor, Debbie Reynolds, and Connie Stevens. They were all in that mush-mush mess. Then Eddie Fisher became an outrageous drug uh, addict, and he destroyed his career because of drugs and alcohol. And it's it's really a, a Hollywood story that everybody should know. It's history. It's Hollywood history, which I talk about. Uh, Eddie Fisher was a young, handsome man that was the number one singer of the day, and he destroyed himself. Uh, he just I, we I would I have to read the book to find out why what caused him to destroy himself and those marriages and. Elizabeth Taylor, of all people, to marry. Elizabeth Taylor was, you know... Big deal. Be, eight, eight or nine marriages. Come on, you say something to yourself after a while. You gotta, like, love it. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Did you get anything from Sean Whalen? I did. We're good to go. Okay, good. So, we're, we're calling him at 4.15, and... Um, Oh, Billy Hess says when she went to to Connie Stevens's birthday party that they made everybody feel like part of the family and that it was just a ama- that's a really amazing family. Well, Connie Stevens is a Connie Stevens, I think, is coming for her show in Palm Springs too. Then we'll we'll interview so we'll her, meet her too. But she's an Italian, Connie Stevens, I think, from New York somewhere. Billy, is she from New York, Connie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Bill, if he knows. Billy Hess. Anyway, you guys. So anyway. Um, moving on, we do want to tell everybody again, though, uh, if you're in New York or in the New York area on November 17th, uh, Jolie Fisher is going to be signing copies of her new book, uh, of her, of the paperback version of her new book. Cause I guess the book is out, but not in it's paperback. A, the book is out a year. So if you're a hard copy saver and you want a hard copy, you could probably get it on Amazon. You can go copy. to Mark to always. Oh, I don't know. What's his, what's the website for that? Mark to always salon. What's, what's the mark? Um, what's Mark's uh, code? Colin, actually, you go to uh, anyway. I don't know. We're gonna put out a press release, so we'll yeah. let everybody like know about it because it's on November seventeenth at the Mark Dalwood Salon in New York City, and uh, I think there's an Eventbrite or something like a uh, link that you can go to 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 go to to register and get tickets for the signing. Don't we have something else December eighth? That date rings in my mind. We are. Uh, I, I hope know. I'm not working because, you know, we're going to start as soon as uh, Sadie Katz's voice is better. We're going to start filming uh, Clown Highway. I think December 8th is the uh, is some there is might be something going on, but we'll just change it. There is something December 8th. I'm not sure. What? You know, we got so many events. I can't remember them all. Be my I luck. have them written down, though. Be li- my luck. They're shooting my scene that day. That would be horrible. That's okay. I would have to postpone it. They probably throw me off the picture. Oh, you can't postpone the picture. Pictures don't wait for you. I know. They'll throw me off <laughs> the picture. They'll get somebody else. Oh. It's not going to be though. I doubt it because I'm sure the eighth is a Saturday. <sighs> and uh, uh, I'll see. It's Eventbrite, so you guys can probably just plug, uh, go in markdeallways.com or go to Eventbrite Eventbrite.com and just type in November seventeenth, Jolie Fisher book signing meet and greet event, and you'll uh, get information on it. And I'll get it posted some places. Now I'm sad. Why? Because I was enjoying that that uh, interview a lot. That's okay. You'll get to do it again. 
You have no idea what it was like going to the movies and seeing Connie Stevens as a young boy. And it was our romance. I mean, they, it was such a romance. And Troy Donahue, it was all such romance that we used to, like, talk about it. All the, the kids who were all teenagers. And everybody would say, oh, she was so in love with Troy in the movie. And it was sweet times, very innocent, sweet times. And Connie Stevens was like the innocent girl. She always played like a little girl when she was an adult woman. And sweet. just a, And her voice was soft and sweet. Everybody was in love with Connie Stevens. And the other one, too. Who's the other one? Um, what's her name? Oh, I forgot now. The one from... Uh, uh, forget it. My mind went. It happens. <laughs> So much going on in his mind. So, Chad, what's going on in Florida? You lived here, not a damn thing. Is it hot? Yes, it's summer all year long. It's something like 83, feels like 87. Uh, you know, humidity's probably around, I don't know, 70 or something like that. Scattered clouds, blue skies. What are you dressing up for for Halloween? I don't do Halloween. <laughs> I don't do cult pagan witch satan any of, any of that stuff i keep it real jane russell you know being a, a devout christian mm -hmm. would go would go crazy <laughs> i'm handing out halloween. bibles for halloween she said it's the devil's lovers they're, they're all and you know what she wouldn't wear pointy high heels <laughs> jane russell called the pointy shoes witches shoes I said, oh, Jane, you're pushing it a bit. That. She said, no, those are witches' shoes. I said, no, they're not. They're very, very no, that's just That's just an insecure women wearing higher. Huh? Uh, that's just insecure women wearing shoes that want to be taller. That's all that no, is. No, the points, not the platform. Pointy toes. Whatever. Like pointy toes, witchy shoes. Like witches oh, I don't buy that. She, she wouldn't wear witches' shoes. <laughs> and Halloween, she said, that's all devil worship. Yeah, it's not all devil. There's some witches, some occult. But, uh, yeah. Oh, if she ever came to my house Halloween, I, ne I never had her. Chad, have you ever seen Harry Potter? She would think. Uh, I think I've seen maybe one or two of them. It just doesn't really okay. do much for me. Not not because of the not because it's about like war like witches though, right? I don't even know what it's about. To tell you the truth, it's a high school oh. for witches. Is that what it is? It's like or it's college. like a little yeah, it's a school of witchcraft and wizardry, wizards yeah. and witches. Yeah, I don't play with witchcraft. Um, <clears throat> Because my sister would let my, my nieces and nephews watch that when they were little, even though it's like a kid's. Oh, it's yeah. like having braces on your brains. You know, you got to be open to everything. It yeah. doesn't mean anything. Well, so what, you think Jesus Christ cares if you see a Halloween movie? He's no, he just cares if you start acting like it, you know? That's no, true. you know what? A lot of people are demons, and they look like sure. little sweethearts, <laughs> and they go to church. You know what I mean? My father used to say, the more religious, the more dangerous, and that's true. true. The yeah. ones that go to confession and tell the priest, I just shot somebody, I raped somebody, I, I punched somebody in the face, forgive me. And the priest said, you're forgiven, go out, and they do it again and over and over again. Yeah. So, I don't think it really works you know that I mean? way. It, no, doesn't it does work not work that way. Bullshit. Once saved, oh, always yeah. saved is BS. Billy Hess wants yeah. to know if you want who wa I don't know who he wants. He wants to know if somebody watches porn. <laughs> All right, Billy. You know what? I don't like porn. I never did. I've seen a ton of porn, but I've never. Li I I went to see porn when friends of mine were in it, and it's true. One of some Vanessa Parker was a friend of mine, and she was quite a porn star. Anyway, um, Michaela says she's she's Christian, but she doesn't care about the pointy shoes. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, and Pat really, says she loves Harry. Oh, hey, Pat. I didn't even realize Pat was there. So Pat Grant from Canada is in the chat room. Hey, what's up? 
She loves Harry Potter. So do I. I love Harry Potter. Pa Pat's freezing her cold. Yeah, floor. it's cold there. It's cold in Canada, I heard. It's snowing in Canada, and it's hot in Florida. Blow Bullshit. some of that down here, please. Thank you. Yeah, take some of it. Actually, Woo. chat here, even though it's hot as a bitch in the daytime, at it's night it's like hot. in the don't, 60s. Don't yeah, that's there. nice. Cold at night. Yeah, so no, it's nice no, no, at no, night. No, 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 no. Palm Springs, if you're in the sun, it's 90 degrees. Woo. If you... If you go in the shade, it's 65 and 70 degrees. Weird. It's only the sun exposure oh. because there's no humidity right. here. It's a dry so heat. If, yeah, so if you stay in the shade, you're cool. Eileen says that she's interviewing a porn star tonight. <laughs> Which one? I feel sorry for him. What? Yeah, he's in trouble. Oh, and my. He's going to have to whip it out. He's going to have to whip it out and show how it works. <laughs> oh, Eileen. She does it on the phone, though. She'll have to hear it thumping or something. <laughs> He'll rub the head of it against the, the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Eileen, so terrible. I miss you, my Eileen. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you, my Eileen. I really miss you. Did I say I missed you, Eileen? Yes, you did. But I do. That's okay. It's all fun. But she's coming out soon. I'm so excited. Actually, too, Billy Hess maybe like it. They'll come out for her show on the 8th. Whose show? Oh, oh. Jesus. Ding, dong. You know what? If I tell you what we have ahead in the next two months, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Jimmy doesn't say no to anything or anybody. If there's a garage opening, we have to go to it. Hey, we're, we're establishing contacts. I know, but my mind is, is like, I don't know who I'm talking to. And actually, uh, actually, um, Eileen says that she's doing the, the interview via Skype. So then, Eileen, you can like play, show me yours, and I'll show you mine. Yeah. <laughs> Because these porno guys usually have 11, 12 inches, you know. I we mean, had that one guy on our show from that the uh, that TV show about the gigolos, right? And he had his own he had his own dildo. He had a remember? dildo made exactly like his penis. And it was sold in all the stores. And you could have used it as a telephone pole. <laughs> Chad got silent. Anyway, you guys. So here's what we're gonna do. Like we gotta take a little break. Let's play a little music video. Um, Chad, let's. Uh, Chad, is he online now? He is. Let's oh. let's. Let, oh, then maybe we should play the people under the stairs trailer and just give him a call. That was such a good movie. All right, that's only a minute and a half. So gotta make it quick. Oh, okay. Um, well, you want? Uh, okay, we could play that's fine. It after. We could play it after. No, you can't. Um, so this is the people under the stairs trailer, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, you guys will enjoy it, I think, and then we're going to have uh, Sean Whalen come on, and he was roaching the people under the stairs as well as being in, like, every freaking thing possible. He's such a, got a great such a resume. It's not even funny. So anyway, here it is, everybody, the people under the stairs trailer, and we're going to try and get Sean Whalen on the line. In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. Something's in there. We gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. Very, very tense about this. Ah! There must be another way out. Can't get out. No one ever has. What goes on in this house is a sin. Your father's one sick mother, you know that? Actually, your mother's one sick mother, too. But what goes on under the stairs? 
is a nightmare. It is time to clean house! Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. All right, fellas, there you go. All right, everybody, so that was The People Under the Stairs. Sean, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. Hi, how is everybody? There you go. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor, Mr. Sean Whalen. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. How are you? We are fantastic. Let me introduce you to my... Uh, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, I'm Ron. St- I'm still terrified. <laughs> You're still terrified. About <laughs> under the stairs. I mean, you are yeah. one, one psycho nut whack. <laughs> <laughs> but I was it, the hero. It, I was the, you, he, he, was you the, played, he was the hero. No, he played, yeah, but he was still a psycho whack because <laughs> he played Roach, right? Yeah, he played Roach. He played Roach. Yes, right? yes but I end up being the martyr and save the day. That's I right. I know that, but look at the creeps you had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Normal but people would have... I mean, you know, that's what was fun being Roach, because I got to uh, really give them a hard time. You yeah. know, I, I kind of made their life miserable for treating everybody that way. That's why, if you think about it, Roach was smart enough to leave, but he didn't. He stayed to mess with them. That's and right. Why he was crazy, because a normal person would have took off. <laughs> uh, but he was there. Yes, but he was there to protect the little girl. That's he right. Was, it was a good movie. Which, by the way, I love. It's that's, a good movie. I love her. C.J. Langer, right? It was C. the girl? C.J. Langer. Yes, that's can, right. Can I that, love her. How can you get that film on Redbox or something? Where do you get it? No, you just you get it anywhere. Hulu, everywhere. You know yeah. what? Let's let's watch it one night when we have time. Okay. I'd love to see it again. I love it. I have it actually, uh, but we don't have a DVD player. But anyway, hold we on. we got to introduce DVD you to people. Player. Let me introduce yeah. you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mr. Whalen. Mr. Whalen, welcome to the show. Love you and Twister. Thank you, sir. And then we've got a chat room with, like, Germany, Canada, the U.K., Estonia, I don't know, Australia. United States, Australia, a whole bunch of people. So just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, planet Earth. There you <laughs> That's go. about right. <laughs> so one thing I didn't know about you, because I'm a big horror movie buff, so, like, I know that you've done a lot of really cool horror movies and everything, but I had no idea... Um, and I and I and I saw you when we saw Jersey Boys, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's Sean Whalen in Jersey Boys," you know. But I, in my head, I didn't really get that you've done so much comedy and that you're a soapy. Yes, I was. Oh, um, I didn't know he was a we, soapy. We love. Yeah. We love soapies. We're really good friends. You were on the so Bold good. and the Beautiful, and we've had um, Sean Kanan's been on the show a bunch of times, He's and a good Ian friend. Buchanan has been on the show, and Bobby Eeks has been on the show, and they Another were all friend. on Bold and Beautiful. And you also did a couple episodes of Young and the Restless and Days yeah. of Our Lives, and we've had about 30 soapies on the show. So I didn't know you were soapy, so way to go. I think that's super cool. And how, yeah. how is that different than like all the other stuff that you do? Uh, soapies you are know, harder. They, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not <laughs> easy, but... Um, it's the best gig in town. If I could, if I was a hotty young man, I would be on a soap because it's the best gig in town because you get in there and you're either there from 10 to one or the one I was on because it was a half an hour. It'd be 10 to one or, uh, or no, 10 to four or five or nine to 1 p.m. Nine to 1 p.m. It was short, quick because they have to move. They have to get right. the you get a couple takes. So the nice thing is 
the acting depth and how well you want to do it is up to you. So you can put as much effort as you want to. If you were just wanted to skate by, learn lines, and spit out the lines, but no one does that because they see it's such a great opportunity, and you really can dig into a character, but you only get one or two sh- bites of the apple. Right. Usually just one shot, one take. Usually. One of our one of our friends who's a very famous soaper uh, said he would really like to do some quality acting. That in soap operas you really have to know your lines, hit them, go, and that, like you said. But yeah. he would really like to do a motion picture where there was a really meaty, you know, piece for him to do. And yeah. most soap, most soapies are frustrated because they, it's all the same rhythm, the same timing, the same. But it's a steady check, and they like that. Yeah, I mean, it's steady work. Look, we steady have, check. We have a cost to everything, right? We want to be in movies, but movies are sporadic and few and far between, and. Um, but I think you can do a lot with a soap opera character. The only thing that's, that's frustrating, is, and I can concur with them, is that you, you repeat a lot of the same information because right. you know, someone came in the middle of the week then they, and they missed two episodes ago. You want to keep everybody always up to date, so you're always referring to the same kind of things. So I understand you know, what they're saying. You have to come up with ten different ways to say, Wait, I wasn't at that place. Exactly, no. exactly. It was somewhere else. There was, but it, but it's a steady paycheck, and that's it what is. actors need. It all, is. All, all we actors need to get paid. Well, I've seen everything that you've done. That's horror, and now I, now that I've, uh, now that I realized it, because I went down your IMDb today to look at it, and I, I, I've actually seen almost all the comedy stuff that you've done too. A lot of times, I don't even know I realized it was you because I wasn't looking for you in it. Sure. But one thing I want to know about, because uh, you you were on two episodes of Life as We Know It, and to me that was like one of the greatest shows that didn't make it. It's like uh, it's one of the greatest shows that didn't make it. I loved all the characters in it. I thought it was a great show, and you were in two episodes. Like like, did, what did you did you like that show? And why do you think that show didn't make it? Well, the thing was my that was a, uh, my neighbor and good friend Jeff Judah who helped create Night Shift with his partner, Gabe Sachs. And they had created it, and um, I thought it was great, too. I, I, it was a really good uh, really good drama about life and school and everything. Um, and then they brought me up there, and I did one episode where I met Adam uh, Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, who went on to do Once Upon a Time, but they went yes. on Lost, and they brought me on Lost based on that. So, which was a huge hit show. I loved yeah. Lost. Great. Don't you don't you know that all the good shows are taken off the air and they leave the garbage on, <laughs> like the guy with who makes knives now. They cut meat on the on the TV show. What they call they sharpen knives. Ever see that stupid thing? No, <laughs> it's it's. it's, it's what do you reality show about a bunch of jerky guys? They get knives and they sharpen them and they chop hanging meat. And meanwhile, they took you know, they took. I haven't seen that. It's horrible. And they, and they took Fran Drescher's show off the air, which uh, was happily divorced. I mean, a wonderful little show. And your show was a good show, and they took it off the air. And they put uh, men chopping meat on it. On so the other now, well, the other thing because I love life as we know it, and actually all the people from not all a lot of the people from it have gone on to have. Really yeah. good career, so it was a good stepping stone for people. Um, the other thing I love a lot, and I watch it every time it comes on, is Never Been Kissed. I think oh, it's yeah. like the cutest like movie ever, and and I didn't really get that that was you in it. 
Um, and it's funny because it was on TV a couple of days ago when I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, it really it was you, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't – so I didn't get that you were in it because I really thought you were more of like a horror guy, but you're an actual – you're just an actor, and you're in everything, and you have not been typecast into one thing like a lot of the other horror actors. I've, I've been really blessed that I um, have done every single genre that there is. I don't think there's not one genre I haven't done. Even kids. Uh, I bet you have. You've done all the kids, wait, no, too. I, kids shows. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Hold it, hold it. Oh, don't go any further. Yeah. I bet you never did it in drag. <laughs> I never did. No, but that's not a type of show. Oh, <laughs> oh but you said every genre of actor. Right, I have done. Yes, I have. Not yes, You I haven't have. done drag yet, so it's yes, not I, every show. You have done I, drag. I have that, done. I, that I have to see. All right, I'm gonna pull it up for you right now. I love it. <laughs> what I did you do, see drag you on? In drag. Uh, I did the movie, the FP. Uh, it's an independent movie. Okay, I'm gonna get you a picture right now. I love this. This is gonna be the best. The Roach is in drag, folks. <laughs> You've also done so many great though kids things like like uh, Lab yeah, Rats. I don't know. Right you have a there. punch. Oh my oh god. Oh my gosh, yeah. He really, he really did <laughs> it. Way. John, you really He's did. done it all. You've done nope. it all. You really I, did. Not at all. You can't say don't throw that at me. I always no, <laughs> that was good. Some that of the things really I'm gonna good. do some, I'm gonna do some bragging for you real quick. All right. Um, um, so, so, so here's some of the things that you guys may or may not know that Sean Whalen was in because I've seen all these things and I didn't even realize it was him. He's got such a great career and he's worked with some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. But he was in Waterworld, which everybody didn't like and it bombed. No. But I liked Waterworld. I, I thought I, it was I, fun. I, I, I thought it yeah. was a sleep. Too he was in Twister, Suicide Kings with um, who's the guy who used to ride the bus, the train with? The head the bakery? Uh, my friend, Chris uh, Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Uh he was in Never Been Kissed, Idle Hands, and we had Devin Sawa on the show. He was in Charlie's Angels, um, Employee of the Month, which is very kind of like NBC Superstore a little bit. Yes. Uh, vaguely like. Too. Yeah, and then you're on NBC Superstore also. He was, uh, he was, and then he did the great horror movie, Halloween 2, not the best horror movie, but a fun horror movie. Laid to Rest, which was a great horror movie. Yeah. Um, he was on the TV show Lost, Criminal Minds. I don't have all his TV shows, you guys. He's been in, like, every show that's on the planet. Revenge, um, Lab yeah. Rats, Castle, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was in the movie Jersey Boys, which you loved. Loved the he movie. He played the music producer. I remember. Um, yeah. Loved loved the movie. Loved he was that. in uh, Hatchet Never. Three with Danielle Harris, Caroline Williams, Kane Hunter, Zach Galligan, and Derek Mears. They've all been in our show, is why I and mentioned. We that. love Caroline. <laughs> Caroline <laughs> Williams. She's one of my specialist people in the world. And then and then a couple years ago, we had a bunch of people from the movie Blood Brothers on. We had Barbara Crampton and what? Hannah Levine on, and like um, and you were in that. I and was and then you're in Death House, which has to be the like the number one horror movie that has the more stars in it that everybody knows than any movie ever. Yeah, yeah, and literally, yeah. literally like 30 of the people in that movie have been on our show. I wrote them all down, but there's too many to like go over all of them. So I think yeah. that uh, it's so amazing. Do you have a preference of like all the different because because you've done every genre and and you're actually very funny because I went back and watched a bunch of of the comedy stuff that you've done that I didn't really realize it was even you. Like, do you have a preference of like the genre that you do, or are you just like doing all of them? I would say comedy. I love comedy. I love doing comedy, and I just booked a big studio comedy movie uh, that I'm uh, flying out to shoot next week. But I'm not allowed to say anything about it. You know, the that's way okay. 
No, yes, we trying. know that. We know that bullshit. It's a studio <laughs> movie that will be in theaters with uh, big comedy names in it that you will recognize for sure. And and congratulations, my big comedy names. So it's great. So, I love it. So, so you make you're making money. Uh, I'm making some money. I mean, but you know, with actors, we cannot listen. I truly believe there's no such thing as a, just an actor anymore. I don't think. Those days, sorry, my cat is getting into the show. Sorry. Yay! Hi, kitty. <laughs> we have a dog that does that. Does that bother anybody? Is it going to hurt? No. no, no, no. So go ahead, finish. But, but, and the best example is, you know, Brad Pitt's only Academy Award was for producing Twelve Years a Slave. Bradley Cooper is now helping to co-write, direct, and shoot his movie, uh, A Star Is Born. Um, George Clooney's been doing writing and producing. No one does one thing anymore, so we, we can't just... The days of getting an agent, getting some headshots, and waiting for the phone to ring, they're just over. Yeah, they're over, gone. gone. It's, I tell my students, it's like you wouldn't go into a record shop and go, oh, can I please sell you my 8-track tape? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So you need to expand yourself. You need to be an actor-writer. You need to be an actor-writer or an actor-director or an actor-producer. Or I mean, you have to, or more so, than that. So what or are you? you so what are you doing though? So you, I'm a writer. I'm doing. A, I've got a horror movie that I'm getting financed called Crust. It's a horror comedy. I'm gonna. I co-wrote it, starring in it, and directing it. There you go. Something. Triple threat. Triple threat. And, okay. and uh, I'm doing. I'm a teacher as well. I teach comedy improv over at Jeff Goldblum School Playhouse West. Um, I'm uh, also I do looping, which is post production, which is kind of filling in voices. It's a voiceover job. I mean, you have to do everything. I also do workshops. I'm also a landlord. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you, there's no such thing as one thing anymore. I don't know in the arts if you can just do that. Um, I think you're right. But do you agree? Do you agree that if you're not in the social media world, you're nowhere? You have to be on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. yeah you, I, have, you have to be. And I'm good on it. I'm not fantastic on it. I do need to get better, but I'm also... I have a podcast. It's Maria Menounos' company with her uh, husband, Kevin Undergaro, uh, called AfterBuzz TV, one of the biggest download uh, networks there is. And they have me. I'm a podcaster, and I do a podcast called How to Be an Actor. And I do an episode every week about the right attitude, breaking down a scene, how to, how to get an agent, a bunch of different topics on how to survive the business. You know, surviving the show part and the business part. So I, that's what I'm saying. You you can't do one thing. You have to always and right. put yourself out there. And I agree with you. The social media is important. Well, because years ago, we would go to a go-see. A thousand people would show up for the go-see. You were lucky if you got to audition. Today, right. you send your audition by computer to the yep. producers. So you yep. don't have to bust your ass anymore going anywhere. Yep. They look at your work. If they like you, they hire you. But yeah. that, but that has brought out millions of people who want to be actors and actresses. Right. Everybody and their mother now is sending out auditions, and producers that I know say, "Ron, we can't possibly look at them all." Right, right. I mean, so the the, the that old model is still there. That you still, but they have to look at their resume. And if they, I mean, if you have a credible agent, if you have a credible manager, 
if you have a resume of work, if you have a good reel, um, they don't just look at anybody off the street. They still have a filter with the casting they, director. They pick the, they pick the names. Let me yeah, ask you a yeah. question. Yeah. Are you, uh, do you have children? I do. That's what okay. their artwork is. Well, I wasn't sure because he's a teacher, but I was thinking the teachers, the people yeah. he teaches acting are probably no, too, no, these are, these too are, young. My daughters are 18 or 17 and 14, but what we do on every Halloween is all the artwork they did when they were little kids, we put up on the walls. It's all oh that. So did I. So did I. It's a daddy it, thing. I yeah, did the same thing. I still have my kids. My daughter's going to be fifty. I still have her schoolwork in the box. Yes. we should. We yeah. should I won't tell, throw anything out. I, I want to tell everybody too. We met Sean at the Betrayed premiere a couple weeks ago in L.A. and um, right. and he was with. Okay, so I, was that your wife or your girlfriend that we met? Friend Gina. Your girlfriend Gina, who was fabulous. Say hi to Gina, everybody. Sheena, She's fabulous. Sheena. 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 Okay. Sheena was. She, like, like Sheena, Sheena Metal. No, like I she, love Sheena Easton. Like Sheena Queen, of, Sheena Queen of the Jungle. Sheena. So we met Sheena, you guys, and she's fabulous. Sheena Queen of the Jungle. Yeah. I had green all over my face, and I had uh, animals and stuff. I should pull it up. But I was the jungle. She was Sheena Queen of the Jungle, and I was the jungle. <laughs> One Halloween, my ex and I went. I went as uh, Jane Russell, and I went as uh, what the hell was it? And I lost it. Oh, anyway, I, I lost the joke of it. <laughs> it was I, he was Tarzan and I was Jane. That's what it was. Oh, that's it. Tarzan. Stephen Stephen oh. was Tarzan and I was Jane, but I was that's Jane Russell. Hilarious. So, so do you have uh, out of all the different like horror films that you have been in since Halloween is coming up? Do you have one of them that like was the best experience of out of all the different horror oh, films it, that you did? I mean, it wasn't even close. People under the stairs hold so much for me because it was yeah. my first film. You kidding? Film, that, yeah. was, that was the first film? My first film, and, and it was you, for one of the you, box office for six weeks. So You did a good job for Firsty. Oh, actually, Are you serious? Yeah, but I had done... I Okay, so I had done a lot of commercials. Um, and that was your first, your first feature film? That was my first feature film, yeah. That's Wes Craven, oh too, right? You Wes did Craven a, did You that. did a great job on so that. So they want to know, in the chat Boy. room, we have a, a celebrity photographer. His name is Billy Hess, and he wants to know how it was working with Wes Craven that he actually shot Wes Craven uh, for a photo shoot. Uh, and he was fabulous. He was such a nice, sweet man. He knew it was my first film, but he also knew I took the work really seriously, and he always let me you know, emotionally prepare he wanted me to, um, I mean, he made us feel so safe and take it seriously. Yeah, but that was heavy stuff for a first it was time. heavy stuff. I had Get a, out of here. You were, hold, you were holding the film together. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Weren't he, you scared? No, no. Because Nervous? The technical, it's all technical when you're there. But the, uh, but there was scary stuff. I mean, when they shot gunshots at you, you heard them and they were near you. And it was scared. That was scary. But. Um, no, he, he was just, he's basically like you would never think he is. If you see his writing and looked at him, he's like, he's not the loud, obnoxious uncle at the barbecue that's cooking the burgers. He's the quiet uncle in the corner that's, uh, being very sweet and playing with the kids and being a super nice guy. You know, he's just very mellow and very sweet. He was like a daddy figure to us because we had, you know, Brandon Adams, who was 11, AJ Langer, who was just, uh, 19, uh, me, who was 27, Ving Rhames was young, too. He was in his early 30s. There wasn't a lot of, you know, w w uh, people who had done a lot. 
before that movie, except for uh, Wendy and Everett, who played the parents. So now, would you con- would, would you consider that film the film that launched you? Uh, you know what? It didn't because people didn't back then in the early '90s. Horror didn't mean anything. You know, there was no. Re- now, if you're in a big horror movie, now it could launch you, but back then it was kind of dismissed. Even though it was the number one movie for six weeks, but I think it definitely helped me because when I got the milk commercial a couple years later, that got milk commercial, Spielberg loved it, and they, you know fell in love with uh, me from that and, and wanted to use me in um, Twister and Men in Black and stuff like that, the, they did have that movie at least to look at and say, oh, he knows what he's doing. So right. I really, I and I had no lines, so that's a really great thing to have on a first film. <laughs> I know, but you sure had to be active. I mean, running between all the walls all the time and yeah. crawling and everything. I mean, it was a very physical role. Yeah, I was 27 playing a 15-year-old. But it was awesome. I loved playing that role. I loved it. But I had a coach that helped me figure out he's not just creepy yelling and screaming. He's, he's a, a, a kid who is stuck as being a kid and having fun uh, messing around with everybody and playing and, and being, you know, messing around with the, the people that kept him there, the unkind, cruel people that were the bad guys, so he loved messing with them. And so that's how I played it, was as happy-go-lucky and, you know, seeing that I could help. And I love things. And it's such an iconic film now, I mean, because, like, looking back on it, because, like, I'm a horror movie, really am a horror movie buff. I have hundreds and hundreds of horror movies, from the really good ones to the really crap that you just can't even believe, you know, yeah. that people do. But doing your very first film, doing it, I mean, I don't know if we, back then if Wes Craven, like, it's the same as, like, if you were to do it for Wes Craven now before he died. Um, you know, like, I don't know if he was really big then or he was up and coming just like everybody else was up and coming because, like, had, in my head – Freddy. He had already done Okay. Freddy. Okay, yeah, so because so he's scene. such an iconic director. I mean, like, he's like yeah. he's like in the top five like horror movie directors of all time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and it, this was the period between Freddy and Scream that he was doing, you know, Shocker and the Serpent and the Rainbow. He was doing strange stuff, and he was playing around, but from that era, this one definitely is one of the ones that people like a lot. Absolutely. I have to ask you something that I ask many of our guests. Please do. It, the most disgusting film uh-huh. that has ever been filmed. Oh, you've never even seen it. I, I could vomit from it. <laughs> Tell him what it's called. Uh, he probably wants to know what you think of The Human Centipede, because like, I had everybody from The Human Centipede uh, on the show. I started to watch it. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> I think it is the most appalling, vulgar. I've seen all three of them. Well, you're a nut, but I mean, I couldn't even bear to watch one. I think it's just sick. No, the first one was excellent. The second and third one were not any good at all, but the first one was such a cool premise. Yes, it was disgusting, and we had everybody on it. We had the director and all the stars on it, and I I loved it. Now, who's the who's the star of that movie? I mean, we see each other at horror films, all the uh, horror conventions, all the time. Um, there's the like the the, no, the uh, guy that's the main profet- the the leader. oh Dieter Dieter Laser Dieter, Dieter no Dieter. the guy is this old scientist. Yeah, oh. that's Dieter. His name's Dieter something. Dieter. Uh, not Dieter. No, that's not right. Hang on, let's look it up. <laughs> we gotta look it up. Uh, but that's, yeah. yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's Dieter something. Are you sure? All right. Yeah, Let me see. 
Please. Have you ever worked with my dearest friend in the world, Sadie Katz? I have not. Oh, she's wonderful. You should work with her. That's quite a Yeah, thing. Dieter Laser. He played the scientist. Wait, the old bald guy? He's not really bald. He has hair, just not oh, a lot. That heavy set man? Oh, that's the second one. Oh, second one. That's right. the second one. Okay, yeah, that's the second okay. one. Sorry, no. Um, his name is, hold on, let's see, the human, Lawrence Harvey. Lawrence, that's who I know. I know Lawrence. Are you serious? My Lawrence Harvey? The no, no, actor? you don't know him. No, no, you don't know him. <laughs> Not Lawrence Harvey, the wonderful actor? No. From from the Manchurian candidate? No, this is like no, recent, no, last no, 10 no. years. How could they have the same name? It's against the union. Actually, you'll love Saturday. Yeah, lots of people have the same name. You can't. Not well, allowed. No, you're right. It's against the union, but I think it's spelled Sag, it. Sag doesn't approve well, yeah, It's it. Lawrence H. Harvey or something. Or yeah. Well, they have, to, R. Yeah, Harvey they have or to do something. He can't possibly. Yeah. You will, you'll love Sadie Katz. Oh, I love yeah, Sadie Katz. If... How would I know her? She She's was the queen in of, Wrong of, Turn. No, she was in Wrong Turn Six, which was like one of the best ones because she plays a psycho. And they're She's, remaking it. Uh, no, they're remaking the original, not the sixth one. Um, yeah, that's what I said. She uh, actually, she was at the event that we met you at. Actually, oh, she was with us. The pretty. She was with us. Thin the blonde, blonde. The pretty girl with oh, the blonde yeah, hair. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Wrong Turn Six, Last Resort. She just saw, sold one of her movies to Lionsgate. She's in Hanukkah um, now. Party bus to hell. Grindsploitation, Blood Feast. And now she's in Hanukkah, which is the first she's time. She's in Hanukkah. They're doing a rabbi that's a psycho instead of a priest. It's always crazy. Yeah, that was uh, I, Melissa Rose was on that. Yes, that's Melissa right. Rose. Melissa yes. was on it. And I, isn't Caroline in it? Yeah, Caroline's and in Caroline it too. And Caroline Williams is in it. He was in a movie with Caroline Williams, though. He said she's a doll. We Actually, love he's her. been in several yeah. movies with Caroline. I think three movies with Caroline Williams because I think she was in Halloween 2 and she was in Hatchet 3. And she was in Death House. No, I don't think she was in Death House. I love her. She's one of our nicest friends. She might, oh, she, yeah, she's fantastic. All right, Sadie Katz. Okay. She's great. You You'll see work, her because she's like an up-and-coming phenomenal actress. Yeah, she's And good. she writes a lot of her own stuff, scripts, and then sells them to Lionsgate. She's shooting she a movie that. now called uh, uh, Clown Highway soon. I got to love it. I love it's it. It's going to be good. It's a spoof on clown movies. So, so you've worked with almost like everybody on the planet. Because if you go down your IMB and see and see who's in all the movies that you're in. So if you had a bucket list of someone you have not, a male and a female you haven't been able to work with yet, who's on your bucket list? And well, then while you're thinking about it, if you yeah. could have been in any movie that's ever been made in history. These are the questions I like to ask every week. Uh, if you could be in any movie that's ever been made in history, uh, what, what movie would you have liked to have been in? So you can't pick one you've already been in. Okay. Uh, well, female actress, I think it would have to be Meryl Streep, but would love to do. Everybody I'm... with Meryl Streep. <laughs> Everyone loves Meryl Streep. Right, there because are other you know what... actress is better than her out there. It's not about that. It's if you, my ex-wife waited on her before. I know friends who know her uh, through different circles. She's supposed to be just a wonderful person. So in an elevator in New York. She was very sweet with her daughter years ago. Yeah, uh, and, you know, just to be able to watch that go down. Um, I don't know. I think I would like to work actor-wise. I mean, I'd love to work with, uh, let's see. I mean, it'd be fun to work with Steve Buscemi. Everyone says that I look like Steve Buscemi. So you do look kind of like him. A little bit, yeah. Do something with him, like someone's brothers. You could, be, you could be brothers, right. Yeah, exactly. That would be a blast. Uh, that would be a blast. And a movie that I wish I could have been in, um, you know, there were some that I, okay, sorry, my cat's got a plastic bag. 
<laughs> what is that? This cat's got a plastic bag. Uh, so a movie I could have been in. I mean, I got cut out of. I got a very small part in Men in Black. It was supposed to. The part was amazing, though. It was a part of Tommy Lee Jones, so I was officially in it. So it had to be something I've never been in, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I I was gonna be. Gosh, it's just right off the top of the head, my head, but. Uh, I was going to be in Wayne's World, and I screwed up that audition um, as part of the famous, when they listen to Bohemian Rhapsody and they're all rocking their heads. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was a drunk guy, but I was studying serious acting. They knew me from comedy, and I did it too straight, and they kept on saying, be funny, be funny, and I was like, I'm a serious actor, and I didn't know how to switch it. And I would, I wish I could have been in that. It's an iconic role, you know. Yes. Iconic in Wayne's World, yes. Yeah, it was really fun. But I mean, if, if you really want to do like big, great movies of all times, you know, of course, one of the star. I'd like to be in the Star Wars franchise. Uh, there would've... you go. That's more up my alley. Big, pay, <laughs> big paycheck. Big paycheck. Yeah. Great movies. Yeah, or, you know, one of some of the earlier ones and stuff. Did you ever have a director say to you, "Do not act. We want you." What do you, oh, oh, yeah, Ang Lee did that to me. Ang Lee, yeah. They broke me down, man. They kept on digging. digging. Yeah, and they just say, you know, they. he said, I dug and dug until I found you, but I found you, you know. I, I have a movie coming up. We're shooting in Santa Clarita soon where I play a minister. Okay. But they said, do not act. We want you, your crazy uh, yeah. personality. And I yeah. thought, how do you do that? How do you be you? It's easier to be somebody else. <laughs> Think about well, it. I mean, how do well, you be you? Do I know who I am? Do you know who you are? Yeah, well, they'll help you. They'll obviously just make an environment that you can be yourself. Well, you know? they want it they wanted to be a campy gay minister who marries people in Las Vegas, so I guess they chose me. Yeah, that's and that's he's pretty campy and gay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of crazy and wild, but I don't know how to do that in a film. I could do that off the top of my head. But well, to go shoot a give you they'll probably give you leeway with the script i would assume well i said that we'll shoot it with the script and then we'll shoot it without the script and then you pick whichever you like that's a good idea then you'll and get I, then you. you'll get me because i yeah. don't speak the way the script is written there it's, you go it's too proper english i'm from brooklyn <laughs> yeah there you go that's exactly right but how do you feel about that? If that, if I was a director and I said, I want you, I don't want any acting, I want your real true personality. I think I, I would do exactly what you did. I would say, well, I'll learn. Shoot it two ways. Time. Yeah, but I, I definitely, you got to, if you want me, you have to give me leeway with the script because that's, you know, that you don't know me as well as I know me and I know how I would respond to things. So, exactly. yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what I would do. That's what I'm going to have to do. I, I mean, I've, acted you know for 58 years i'm in the business and right. i've been everything from a priest to a mafiosa to everything to a drag queen but um being me that's a whole new thing i've yeah. never been well, me i've never been be, i think you'll be fine and i think they'll give you the space in the right direction to do we'll it we'll see we'll see if not it should be fun kick me off the set and get some <laughs> so what about do like, i give a shit at my age no he doesn't know your age i'm 78 years old 58 what? years in the business yeah 58 years my first movie was with sophia loren and tab hunter in 1959 wow. did i luck out for a firstie 
but I, I didn't have any, I didn't have any lines. Thank you. But, but so, yeah, uh, so we're married, and we're actually like married, so we bicker a lot because we're married. But and he's seventy-eight, and uh, we, he we doesn't may- look, he doesn't look it. So after. I have a question for you. So you have two grown daughters. I mean, because they're almost grown. Are your children interested in going into the entertainment industry? And would you encourage it, or would you not encourage it? No interest, none, none at all, because they see the struggle. You know. Yes. That's yeah. very- not just the str- the ups and downs, you know, the inconsistency, and they're the more heart, the heartbreak, the heartbreak. Yeah, I mean, That's they're the more prag- pragmatic, and you know, and they see that nothing comes to me. I create my own opportunities. You know, you have to create your own opportunities. Absolutely. My daughter Deirdre is an actress, and I keep saying to her, you know, Deirdre, at what point do you say, okay, I'm done? Yeah. Or are you going to continue till you're 100, you know, pursuing your career as an actress? And yeah. she said, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, tomorrow yeah. I could get a part and win an Academy Award. Yeah. And that's every that's every actor's uh, fantasy. Yeah. And it does happen, How though. about you? Are you, are you did you have happen. a fantasy about a script coming your way that would get you an Academy Award? Absolutely. I mean, of course. Of course. We it's all of our, it's our dream. It's all of our dream that, the, that you get the role of a lifetime, right? I mean... Yeah. You know, Matthew McConaughey reinvented himself, and people now see him as a serious actor uh, because of what he did on uh, True Detective and uh, Texas Buyers Club. And, you know, he transformed himself and made people understand that he was a real actor. And that was great. I mean, so, of course, we all want that. Um but I, I, I can't complain, I think, uh, I, of course, we'd all like to work more. But I think you were saying what I'd love to do. I wish I had a series, you know. I wish I had a good series that ran a really nice chunk, lo- a long time comedy series that I could do. I'm working on one with my friends right now that we did a play for nine months and now we're developing it. And that would be a dream, to do a series and to have a big, long, creative thing that I'm co-writing and producing and being a part of that would be a blast. I, I'm interested in a series that I may be up for, but it hasn't gone on the air yet because of the subject matter of which I'm not allowed to speak about. Of course. But, you know, it's, it's, it's very progressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that the network's a little afraid of it. It's not vulgar or dirty. It's just progressive. Well, then you got other outlets now, right? You have. Well, uh, I've got five five movies coming up with little shitty parts, but like Norma Desmond said, there are no small parts. There only you small, go. only small actors. There <laughs> you know? you go. So I don't care. For me now, it's no longer the challenge, the wish, the dream. Now it's the fun, and it's that's what fun. I'm going to tell you. I want to tell yeah. you this: when you're my age, 78 years old, you will be working, but it's for the fun of it. Oh. You're not going to be. And all of this bullshit that we had when I was young. Oh, my God, when I was young, it was, oh, this is it going to be, blah, 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 that bullshit. No, now I do it for fun. And I do it because I'm working with Sadie Katz on Clown Highway, Caroline Williams. I mean, all these people that I love. So how could you not, you know, don't you enjoy it? It's like going to hang out with your friends. I don't give a shit about the movie. I like the lunch and hanging out and gossiping. I think one thing you said, though, for people, because we do have a lot of people who want to be in entertainment that listen, the fact that you told everybody you really have to do a whole bunch of things and nobody makes it just as an actor, you know, actor, producer, director, writer. And I think that's in anything that you want to do in entertainment. Like, you know, we have this show and I'm not really a good actor, but I get put in because of my social media and publicity skills. And I'm a publicist um, and I'm a writer, you know, I have like a couple of best selling books on Amazon that I'm trying to turn into. 
things. And so I'm actually, you know, I do all the different things too, but but I primarily support myself as a publicist and I get invited into all these wait, things. Stop right there. I've got to tell you this. Listen to this. Um, Linda Cherney, uh, Cherney. Cherney has me in a film. We're shooting it in Arizona. I'm playing all black cowboy, 1800s. I killed a sheriff. And guess who Jimmy plays? My concubine. I'm going to play the Chinese concubine without... It's a comedy. With, it's a comedy. Yeah. I don't even have any words. I'm just going to be like in a kimono, like he hopping cleans around. cleans up the blood after I shoot the, <laughs> the, the sheriff. Could you picture Jimmy Starr as an Asian concubine? Yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be hilarious. I, I don't know how I'm going to shoot it without going hysterical. I just like to be in... I've been in a ton of films, and I'm only in it. I get a line if I'm lucky, and I don't even care, because I just do it for the fun. Because Are you going to shave your beard? Um, I don't know going, what I'm going to do. But I think that it's very, I just think it's like a lot of fun to be in them and be in the environment. And a lot of times that's how I get like all my publicity clients because I work with primarily actors and musicians. And um, um, so it just makes the whole thing fun. And and really for me, I just want to be in shitty horror movies because horror movies are my favorite. He's a real actor and I like just like, like if I could be in some of the the horror movies that you've been in, like that would make my day like laid to rest. What a great concept. Of a movie, yeah. I thought that was like the greatest concept of a movie where the killer like wears a camera on his head where he's killing everybody. You see him killing them all, you know. And and it was very uh, forward thinking and yeah, um, yeah. Um, and so I just yeah. really want to be in shitty horror movies. He could be in real movies because no, he but can I, act. I've I've been in movie movies, but I've never I was in one horror movie which I did in it was Pens- terrible Pennsylvania, and I vowed I'd never do it again. <laughs> I mean, you know, I asked the, the director, "Where's my marks?" He said, "We don't have any." I said, "Well, where's?" Well, where's the camera? What are we doing? He said, oh, just walk around and talk. We'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God. So we have two hours. So first Wait a minute. Of all, One thing. Two minutes, I mean. Two minutes. We were supposed to be in a morgue with a dead body. Well, we couldn't get in the morgue because they wouldn't let us. So he used the garage. <laughs> and he opened the garage door for light. I mean, hang, I- hang on to the all right, everybody. So this is Sean Whalen. He's got a phenomenal career and body of work. Go on IMDb, find all this stuff. Since it is Halloween, the next week you guys should definitely watch Hatchet Three and Halloween Two, and you got to see the people under the stairs. Definitely that. Um, watch all his com- comedy work. Watch Never Been Kissed because it's one of the greatest like movies ever. And um. Uh, and, and if you want to follow him on Twitter, it's harder to find him. So you got to plug in. So how did you come up with your Twitter handle? At that guy SMW. Yeah. That it was uh, my friend Scott Gimple, who is the uh, showrunner for The Walking Dead. Um, we were out, and he's like, you know, he was saying, you've done every genre. He goes, you're that guy. And I, he's like, that should be your handle, that guy. Oh, okay. That's I was always I, wondering, because I always have trouble finding you. So it's that guy, SMW, so I guess SMW, M is your middle name or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so follow that guy SMW on Twitter, you guys, and that's actually Sean. He and does updates of all the cool things yeah. he's doing. And, um, and on a- Facebook, you can find me at Sean Whalen Peeps. Sean Whalen Peeps. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. And I look forward to seeing you at the carpets, if any of the red carpets come in. Are you you going to Tales of Frankenstein? I'm not going to. No, I didn't know about that. And what about the other one that we're going? I'm so excited. I'm going to. uh, Well, I talked to Harley, and it looks like uh, hopefully we're going to be working together in 2019. Oh, you're going to work with Harley? We love Harley. Oh, I love Harley. He's good. Yeah. He's yeah. a good director. Oh, we have boy. to go though. Oh, he's gonna get 
everything. So everybody, listen up. Woo. Follow Sean Whalen. Follow his career, Sean. Congratulations on a wonderful career. Thank, Thank you so much for coming on the show. Happy Halloween. Happy okay. Halloween. Bye. See Bye. you. Bye. See you on the carpet. Adi. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, nice. Hey, everybody, we'll see you next week. We got Simon Bamford from the Hellraiser films coming on next week. And uh, everybody have a terrific weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, and chat room. Andrew Sarego will be with us next week to say hi to Bye, everybody. B, Pat, Michaela, everybody in the chat room. Thanks for tuning in. And Chad, have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Later, fellas. Bitch, punk, you'll wanna wanna be. Give me stuff, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right.